Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to mortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex, and sound effects of various qualities. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You have been warned. Before you all open your eyes, the first thing you smell is the salty air of the ocean. Next you hear its crashing waves. And finally, you see that you're on an island. You're all tied up. Two tabaxi, one dragonborn, and one kobold. Cthulios, what do you look like? I'm a large, heavily muscled panther, and I have teal blue uh, marking stripes going down my back so I'm almost like a black tiger uh, what about the other tabaxi dust what do you look like standing at a mediocre 6-3 I'm rather slender in my size not too muscular not too but not too scrawny to where you want to you know bat an eye at him with a soft white fur and no no really prudent markings mm -hmm. all right and the kobold yeah so you're looking at a two foot tall kobold it's actually amazing that they tied them up like this honestly it's honestly you can maybe see anything really uh but uh, he has uh two black horns like uh, extending from his uh extending back on top of his head as well as one extending out from his nose uh Orange eyes, probably very much, probably already squirming. <laughs> All right. So each one, uh, each one of you has a hazy memory of suddenly blacking out. Not exactly remembering what you were doing beforehand. The wind carries the crisp cling of a gold coin and a familiar bundle of coin purses. You see a large human with patches of brown hair on his head, crooked teeth in his bushy mustache and mutton chops wild. Wearing finer clothes than his dirty face would suggest, an anchor is sewn in the back of his jacket on a bed of coal. The man looks at you, and he says, The boss man uh, sends his regards. Usually, Clearwater sailing settles their own problems. But, you know, Colbert, a coin in his hand is uh, some coffer's blood on the floor. This is for messing with the wild ones. We at Clearwater just owe a favor. He starts walking away to his boat, mumbling. <laughs> Maybe I'll take a bigger share. You notice that your equipment and your money sail away into the black waters, fading away into the dense mist. With the dying lantern, all you hear after his disappearance is an echoing shout. No hard feelings, just business. Don't mind the nimble. They're just born that way. You hear in the distance. His echoed laugh, <laughs> followed by a sudden scream, <laughs> then a plunk of water. The boat comes back to shore with no one in it, and is slightly sinking. What do you all do? Are we manacled, or is it ropes that are holding us? You are in ropes, you lucky man. Pop my claws and start to shred. 
That's what I figured you'd do. Over and see him scratching, and I go back and do it as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we are we back to back? Do we see each other? You are all back to back, tied together. I look at the other tabaxi and go, "You scratch mine, I scratch yours. It'll go faster." All right. So you guys begin to cut the rope, and it really doesn't take too much time to cut through it. It falls down, and suddenly, you hear a little moaning from the distance. Um, what's all of your passive perceptions? So mine's 13. Mine is also 13. 13, 13. Yeah, it doesn't take much. Uh, you look around, and you see the mushrooms around you starting to move to give you a little idea of what this uh place looks like you're basically on a small island in the middle of what appears to be black water with a incredible mist around you if you look at the screen you can see what i'm talking about there are mushrooms around you and as you look into the distance near the rowboat you start to see a bloated i don't know a obese corpse that looks like it was saturated in water. It stands up and starts walking, stumbling towards you. And its speech is demonic. Um, you see bloated corpse, uh, mushrooms all around you, and just to uh, show you, I believe if I press shift and hold it right here, this is where your items are. Right now, you have no armor, no weapons, nothing. So if you have anything that influences your AC, reduce it to your base. All right, boys. Roll for initiative. Six. So if you roll to six, that means our highest is uh, our Cobalt friend. What do you do, Cobalt? Like, uh, Cobalt just immediately, like, uh, uh, I guess specifically, which is the one that's actually, like, like, starting to move toward them? Is it the one near the boat or the... Other one, like, off to the right. To the right. Yeah, Cobalt, just, like, immediately seeing that one, just starting to be like, No, no! No hair, Cobalt! No hair, Cobalt! As he, like, holds out his hands and, uh, uh, and blasts this, uh, ray of freezing, uh, refreezing energy at that creature with, a, mm -hmm. a ray of frost. Mm hmm All right. What kind of saving throw do I have to do? Oh, no, it's an attack roll. Okay, just regular attack roll. Gotcha. What you got? That'll be a 16 to hit for four cold damage. All right, sounds good. And their movement speed is reduced by 10 until the uh, until its next turn. Oh, my lord. All right, so... Yeah, you, like, blast it, but then just kind of, like, flinches, like, No, her cold, please! <laughs> All right, so... You uh, blast it off at him, and you see that its arm crit uh, crystallizes and has a bit of uh, hoarfrost coming off it. Its left arm shatters after you do that, but it seems not to be too deterred by it. Obviously, wailing in pain, <laughs> but it's still walking towards you. All right, it is the enemy's turns as they move closer to you. Now it is his turn, and you said uh, happed. Uh, it's uh, it's reduced by 10. Yeah, okay, reduced by 10. All right. Now it is Jack turn. Well, these are these are um, walking mushrooms. Yes. I'm just gonna step up, step up to it, and then lay my claws into it. All right, sounds good. You lay your claws right into it, 
And uh, how much damage do you do? Um, do I hit with a nine? Just miss. Um, I shout over my shoulder, get to the weapons. All right. So as you uh, slash down, it basically trips, but catches uh, catches itself from being decapitated by your claws. I rage for my bonus action and turn. All right. Sounds good. Then we have Dust. What does Dust do? Well, see, little man, big man thinks he can take care of himself, so I'm going to head towards the one. Okay. Uh, close to the mushroom in front of the kobold as I can. So you move over there. And uh, do you just do a claw attack? Yeah, I would like to slash its face with my fine claws. All right, sounds good. Go right ahead, make an attack roll. Does not hit. You uh, miss it as well. It seems like uh, it steadied itself and just like took a meekish duck as you try to slash it. Then uh, we have our friendly kobold. The kobold get things. <laughs> All right. Because that's the last thing. That's the last thing he was told to do anyway. It's like, is by the way, is this like a is this like a Rocky formation, or is this like, uh, or like what I need to go around? You can actually go down it. It's a small cliffside. It's about 10 feet. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. 10 feet is not insignificant. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not. So, uh, <laughs> so like, he'll, he'll make me take, like, those first five feet. Uh, yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, like, just, just for, just for his benefit, since he seemed to be trying to help him, uh, as he uh, blasts a uh, array of frost at it, uh, mm-hmm. and this frost will be at advantage. Great up. So just take the better one, or the uh, the one that actually hits, rather. All right, which one were you trying to hit? Uh, the one engaged. Sorry, look for my mouse here. This one. <laughs> All right, so you're going to be attacking the one near dust. It hits. How much damage does it do? Seven. Seven cold damage. Yes. Seven cold damage. Uh, you see it freeze apart. Then shatter. Then you go down the cliffside five step. Yeah, he'll. It's like I'm not sure how safe this cliffside is, but he'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you're going down the cliffside. I won't make you do a check for going down. But since I don't have a climbing speed, uh, it'll be at half movement, so I'll probably only be able to get. Oh, you to have a climbing speed. Here. I don't have a climbing speed, so yeah. it'll be only at half movement. All right. So. It is now uh, the enemy's turn as they move forward. So he starts to move closer to you, and he starts to go up. So it is now Jack's turn. Um, take another swipe with my claws. All right, guard ahead. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, Missed. yeah, you uh, swipe at it again, and it's learned that if it just ducks slightly, it'll make sure to dodge you. All right, now it's... Uh, Dust turn. What do you do? I would like to use my feline agility to double my movement speed until the end of the turn. All right, and you know you can't use it again until you take no movement action on your next turn, right? Right. All right. Where do you move? I want to move toward. All right, here. And how much movement do I have left? Let's see. Yeah, that was about thirty. Yeah, you got another thirty. If you go down the slope. Uh, you have a climbing speed of 10, right? 20. Yep, 20. Well, how how big is the drop-off? It's just 10 feet. You're into water? Yep, you go into the water, which then becomes a difficult terrain. I would like to attempt to not climb down, but make a dive into the water. Just just clarify, there's that, like, I'm just saying, like, there's a light 
water on top of like ground. It, it's not straight water. Um, you can do it. You can do it like if you jump to the left, like uh, say right here. Let's be a. Uh, um, can I make a perception check to see if I can tell if it's deep or not? Yes, go right ahead. You think it's deep? And I hop on down with feet first, not into a dive. Okay, feet first. So you uh, hop down. It's about uh, 10 feet down. And uh, as soon as you hit the ground, uh, it's about up to your knees. It's not too far away, but it's definitely still difficult. Is that all that you do? More movement. Um, You just uh, took a jump. You just moved about 30 feet. Um, I say that you'd still have uh, 15 to move since you're now in difficult. Let's move uh, north as much as I can. All right, now it is the Cobalt's turn. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. I just want you to imagine, like, as he like climb, as he like uh, climb down, it's like, okay, Cobalt safe. Turns around, no. As it's like, there's more enemies that he didn't see before, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and immediately <laughs> tries to blast that one out of reflex. All right. For a, uh, a only a thirteen to hit. Thirteen to hit. All right, like that. The one hit. that's uh, close, the one that's closest to him. This one right here. <laughs> All right, you uh, hit him, and how much damage do you do? Uh, seven. Uh, seven cold damage. Yes. Yep, seven cold damage. Same as the other guy. All right, you hit him, and he is now moving at half speed. All right, and does that end your turn? And uh, he is going to, or I guess like, uh, cause like. So like this is start getting into water and like uh, difficult terrain and stuff like that, right? Uh, what you are on right now, where the roots stretch, is uh -huh. uh, difficult terrain. So like any of this uh, uh, waterish dirt is difficult terrain. All right. In which case, uh, Cobalt just kind of like uh, like moves here over here a little bit. Just like trying to like back away from like one of his attackers, then turns his head like no, another one. <laughs> Ends his turn. All right. Then it is the start of the enemy's turns. Right here. And this little guy is going to attack Jacked. And I think I've forgotten about him for a little bit. Uh, he is going to just hit you. I assume. Well, I mean, uh, you have no armor on. Does that make your default 10? Or does your dexterity play into this? Dex and my constitution, I have 14 AC. Yeah, there you go. So that doesn't hit you whatsoever. Then we move on to these guys' turns. Let's see. Slowly walk towards the kobold. Alright. Now it is Jack's turn. Let's see here. Um, action disengage. Okay. So does that mean you give up your rage since you didn't continue your attack? Oh, shucks. You're right. Yeah. Um, then I'll just rip into the guy in front of me. <laughs> All right, go right ahead. One more time. Third time's charm. Shiitake. There. Finally. 22 to hit, 9 damage. How do you kill it? Two quick swipes and he falls apart into slices ready for a salad. Next, we have uh, Dust. Oh, and then I move. Oh, I hate being dirty. This water sucks. Let me get to them. So uh, you going to move towards the boat then? As much as I can. All right. 
So um, half your movement speed would be about 15. So 5, 10. So you get right up to it. I almost right. got it, guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want, you could lean over and uh, grab the equipment at this point. With a lot of equipment I'm going to be able to carry, or do I need to pull through it? Um, you, I would say, like, the amount of equipment is, like, uh, there's a bundle for each one, but you need to, like, uh, throw it to each person or, you know, carry it all. But at that point, it'd take an action just to, uh, you know, give it to each person. So it's really up to you whether you just want to grab your stuff or all three and play a uh, delivery boy. All three, hold one in my mouth and the other two in my hand. Badass. All right. So you uh, rifle through uh, the rowboat and notice that there's a blood stain right on the floorboard while you're grabbing stuff. And that's it. Then we go up to the kobold. What are you going to do, my friend? Seeing that the one that he attacked is still advancing. <laughs> it's like, yep. no, no, stay away from kobold! <laughs> See, five yep. out of again. <laughs> my god, so... you're rolling rocks today. All right. Yeah. Yeah, 24 to hit, 3 damage. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the one that he attacked uh, previously, this one. <laughs> okay. Um, You basically took down its, uh, again, like you took out its shoulder, and there's a big gap between where its shoulder and arm is slightly dangling. And next you uh, uh, throw your ray out, and it creates a hole in the stomach. But... He still keeps trying to go on, but each step he takes is extremely painful. Yeah, so like he just starts like seeing that he's about to get cornered by these things, like, uh, and uh, mm -hmm. like uh, tries uh, like uh, about how much uh, how much movement did I actually use moving that that twenty? Uh, um, you gotta go back one. Okay, back one. Okay. Yeah. Like and start trying to move out. <laughs> Yep. Like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Trying to run away. Alright. Then you see uh, the little shiitake uh, mushroom just running. It does a full dash. Just uh, a little little jaunt. Then these guys both move in and try to attack you. The first one does 15 hit you. Uh, Cobalt as a reaction like puts out his hands and uh, oh a wall of force like uh, protects him from the blow. It for the rest of for, until his next turn, his AC is seventeen. Holy crap! All right. So the next guy tries to attack you. Nineteen. All right. And that will and that will break through. <laughs> yeah, I, I just love the visual on that. So, oh my lord. All right, it does six damage. Pretty sure you're hurting pretty bad, aren't you? Yeah, Col yeah, Cobalt real got really hurt by that one. So the way I imagine it is, uh, these bloated corpses come towards you. First one tries to just punch you, and you just like break his hand as he's trying to punch you with uh, your force field. Then the second one comes up and just shatters your shield and just gives you a nice proper punch around the uh, jaw, nearly dislocating it. Now it's uh, Jack's turn. What's he gonna do? Well, considering the position, um, I'm going to use my full tabaxi speed. Run forty this way, okay. twenty that way. That's gonna get me an attack of opportunity from that crappy mushroom. The question is, do you have uh, 
uh, 35, uh, 35 plus uh, 40, so. I got 60 feet right now. Uh, that would be uh, 75 feet since you went into uh, difficult terrain. Ah. Yep. Also, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be taking. Uh, right. Then I can get to there. Then. Yep. So you go for attack naturally. Yeah. All right. Let's see it. It hits. And how do you kill him? My claws. Uh, I pull out both claws and rip t- rip into its bloated corpse, and then tear it down and shove it into the water. <laughs> you see, it's uh, a shredded corpse floating then quickly sinking as like something beneath nibbles on it then gets greedy and eats it by bringing it down all right then we have dust what's dust do well guys you seem to be taking care of yourselves quite well uh let's waltz on over get the equipment you guys will be done by the time i get there okay no uh south east towards them so uh to cobalt was uh what are you gonna do uh... nearly dead <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Cobalt is, uh, uh, actually, I'm going to double check on, I need to make sure if this has a material component or not. Because mm-hmm. I will be keeping track of that. It's like, because uh, I'm assuming he's missing his other thing, too. Oh, nope, just verbal somatic. All right, so, uh, Cobalt realizing that, uh, that he is in a bad situation, uh, just like, uh, like musters like what energy he can and he just like claps his hands really loudly as uh, he casts a thunder wave around him <laughs> so you're gonna do a full mill alchemist uh, clap. <laughs> yeah so uh uh needs needs to make a uh, constitution saving throw um no not yeah, at all it so it takes uh six thunder damage <laughs> how would you destroy it yeah, so yeah, I just want you to imagine just like that, the power from this clap is so pronounced that it actually literally, like, causes the the Mushroom Man's, like, uh, interior to just, like, start crumbling, like, vibrating into just, like, crumbling down into the ground. Oh, lord. And you also said Mushroom, which confused me, so you're talking about uh, this guy right here? Oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah, that guy, sorry. Yeah, uh, no, you still kill him. <laughs> you okay, still kill him. I- I have I have bad eyesight, so if I yeah. confuse what things are, uh, yeah. that is that's fine. Apologies on my part. Uh, mm-hmm. So regardless, this this guy falls apart. <laughs> yeah. So the mushroom comes up and noticing everyone's dead, he's gonna take his luck and try to take revenge for his fallen comrades. Oh my god, he hits. That hits. So he goes in for the attack. It does uh, six damage. I take half. All right, take half it. Three points damage. Go through. Now, what do you do, Jack? Payback. All right. It hits, and it kills. How, uh, how do you kill it? Just another double claw slash, and then I rip it down from top to root. You guys are officially out of combat. Good job. That was first combat. So, what do you guys do now? You guys are in the middle of an island, covered with fog, and in the distance you can see, like, a spinning light brightening and dimming <laughs> spinning light in what direction um if we were to use this map for orientation and the very top in the middle is north i'd say a little northeast all right so what do you guys do head over to the other tabaxi and grab my bag and say thanks and then mm-hmm. i look inside the rowboat see if it's 
seaworthy. Yeah, well, it's a little tattered. You can use it. But there is a fair amount of blood, and I'd say a missing finger. Grab the finger, put it in my bag. All right. What do you two do? Fall suit? I want to investigate the boat to see if we can see anything else that may have been left behind besides our equipment. Um, you no need to make a check or anything. It's just a passive. Um, you look around the boat, and I would say at most, like, all that was left from the guy is a bit of cloth from his shirt and a simple silver ring on the finger that Jacked put in his pocket. Um, is there a rope or anything tied to the to the boat, like in the picture? Yes. I grab the rope and I can drag it since the water is about knee high. Yep. Drag the boat over here so we can get it on dry land. All right. So you move it over. I. I can't actually move the assets, but right. you move the boat uh, forward, put it onto land. What do you do then? Inspect it more closely. You guys want to help with this? I'll walk over to the kobold, give him his equipment as I have right. to the boat with on the dry land. Mm-hmm. Like, I always imagine like he was still like kind of like crying a little bit, <laughs> but like when he's like bring his stuff over, like uh, he like jumps out like. As he kind of like starts looking through his equipment, uh, can he find can he find his uh, his choker anywhere? Strangely enough, he can't find it at the moment. No, 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 no! Where is it? Where is it? No, no! It's like just like I want to imagine, just like he's literally like opening the bag, just like throwing things out. Where is it? No, and he finds nothing in his bag. Master <laughs> gonna be very angry. How do you guys investigate the boat? Check it for leaks and see if there's anything of significance in there. Lanterns, pole arms, anything. That I actually want you to do a perception check for. I see wood. Yep, you see wood. It looks like wood and wood is good. That's what you get with a five. But you do see lantern too. That's pretty helpful. Does anyone do anything else? Well, I noticed the kobold crying because rifling through his bag, I asked him what's wrong. Why is it so important? Because Cobalt need to have it! Always have it! Master, say so! Don't worry about it right now. We'll find it eventually, okay? So, uh, he's still, like, frantically, like, and honestly, like, uh, since it doesn't seem like it's, like, with the stuff, like, Cobalt starts looking over. So, like, apart from the mushroom, uh, mushroom people, uh, there were also, like, actual people. <laughs> <laughs> just so, just so I'm clear. <laughs> uh, no, there's no actual people. I would say, like, the corpses of two demons and shiitake cut up ready for a salad. Okay, okay, just ma making sure. Um, and I do love the image of, I, I just imagine you, since you're near death, like a broken arm, like, frantically, like, looking for uh, something of your own value. <laughs> that's that's yeah. pretty good. All right. So you're just searching around, I would assume. Yeah, he like he's he's honestly just like looking around for looking around for like like anything like even looking like in the crane to see like maybe 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 fall over maybe fall in something. You keep doing that and you find nothing. I want to offer him my bag. Maybe it you know got misplaced. All right. So uh, during this time, does everyone you know grab their stuff like uh, armor, weapons? You all equip your stuff on. Yeah. Um, do you remain on the island? Sail off? What's happening? 
trying to check the boat for seaworthiness, I uh, since I don't see anything else in there, I flip it over and mm -hmm. flood it with water and then drag it out further into onto dry land. Okay. Just to see if it'll hold water or not. All right. Um, you see it, and uh, as it's going along, since it's pretty clever, you do see a leak. A little bit of water is coming out. So there's a bubble somewhere? Yeah, there's a bubble somewhere. The corpses, did they have any rags or were they wearing anything? No, they were naked. Lovely. Um, yeah. There's vines? Uh, yes, there is vines that you could use. Um, draw a dagger and try sawing at the vines. Try to clip off some parts. And then um, grab some seawater and try to mash it together to make a sort of a, a mache. Right. And then I start packing it into the bubbles that were coming up um, mm -hmm. out of the water and the All rowboat. Right. Sounds good. Uh, you do that, and it seems like you just about tacked it up. Flip it over, empty it. We yeah. could use this for a bit, and I, I inform the other two. What are your names, by the way? I'm jacked. You can call me Doc. You guys remember how we got here? I was really hoping one of you guys did. Little man, do you know? I'm assuming it's too fuzzy to remember or would be able to like uh, make a check to try to remember. Um, you can all try to remember. Uh, just try to uh, hmm. uh, make intelligence roll with a history if you have a bonus in that. Okay, that's one. Dust doesn't remember. And Jack doesn't remember. <laughs> I want to I want to imagine like maybe just like Cobalt got hit in the head so hard like it actually jogged a memory. Yep. So let let's rewind time a little bit. Specifically when you got hit. Now just imagine it in the Rocky films, you know, the slow-mo, you can see the ripples on the face after you get punched. And we see a blind uh blinding white light. And then it starts to turn blue. The sounds of electricity like a Tesla coil. After that, you appear from that blinding blue light and you begin to fall. And you're falling and falling and falling. And eventually you hit a cobblestone floor. After that, you wipe off a little bit of blood and we see your uh, little gem pop off from its necklace and tink a couple times before disappearing into the darkness. You get up and you're in a town. We flash forward a little bit as you're guiding or going along with the shadows, keeping under the cover of night. And eventually you see two tabaxi being dragged unconscious. You do a little bit of a uh, yeep, a little bit of a scream, and they look towards you. You try to run away, and another person stands right in front of you. A dwarf with a coal beard. He looks at you and goes, well, 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 what do we have here? And just hits you on the back of the neck. That's all you remember. Cobalt, remember falling? Remember in a uh, stony place, uh, city, city, the big city stony place, and uh, Cobalt see. Cobalt see two kitties being dragged away. It's like Cobalt gets scared. And then Burly Man with like small, short, tall, tall Burly Man, Blackbeard, Coalbeard. He, he hurt Cobalt and then Kerbal 
that. We can uh, imagine a little bit of uh, the mist starting to get denser and uh, denser. I assume uh, you guys take a short rest. Yay, yay. nay. Cobalt wants to rest. <laughs> he needs it. <laughs> Let's see if we can tend to the cobalt uh, wound before we set sail. I mean, the boat came back with blood in it, so we want to make sure we're ready. Yep. All right. So we uh, take a little short rest. And since Dust didn't take any, he, well, Dust, you don't have to roll. I mean, he didn't really take any damage. It's uh, basically your hit dice plus your constitution bonus. All right. So you're about a little over half health then. Yeah, just a wee bit. <laughs> uh, jacked. Do you uh, take a, a short rest and uh, restore your hit dice with uh, Goldbolt? Yeah, sounds good. All right, make a roll. I'm good. And uh, I assume you're both familiar. Since you're level one, you only have one. You used it up. You ain't getting it back until a long rest. Right. Yep. All right. Looks like Dust is the only one with the hit dice left. And I assume you guys all sail out. Is that correct? Yeah, we'll uh, take the rowboat and we need a paddle. Yep. So what do you make a paddle out of? Oh, also, I'll state explicitly, I'm using Arcane Recovery to get a first level spell slot back. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, the corpses, they're human? Demon. Demon. But humanoid, yes? They walk on two legs. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to classify it as. I was going to say, if you're going to classify what kind of species it is, different. Grab my axe, and I tell the others, you might want to look away. And I chop up their legs. All right. I rip into their femurs and debone them, wash it out in the sea. I grab at the uh, mushrooms. Um, how do these mushrooms look? They look like a mushroom. Good condition. Excellent, actually. Large? Yes. All right. Um, I chop the tops off of... Actually, no, I want the bases because they are large bases. They could be fan-like, and I fashion... With the femurs and the mushroom slices to be like oars. Just make me, you can choose either a dexterity or a wisdom throw to see how well you do. Shit. <laughs> Is that not one? Oh nope, my god. It was, it was uh, four. four. Yeah, four. <laughs> All right. So you make it, and it's pretty shoddy work. It's together, but I, you don't think it could uh, survive too intense like of a wave or anything. It's a good idea, though. It might be good for the job, but after the job, it's you, you have to throw it away after you're done using it. Well, I got four legs to work with, so if you guys want to wait a little bit of time or help out. Uh, um, definitely want to help out Jack, seeing that first or that he made made me have second guesses about his handiwork. Might be a big, right. but doesn't seem too dexterous. So, which one of you has a uh, higher dexterity bonus? Dust is plus three and Jack is plus one? Yeah. All right. Dust, make a roll and add plus four to your roll. That's one good looking. Yeah. That one, it, it's, it's usable. So you have two usable... Uh, uh, ores that you could use made out of, I believe you said femur bone and mushroom for a paddle. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I love the imagery. Alright, so you guys sail off. Heading towards the light. 
I just want you to imagine like Cobalt had a little bit of trouble getting into the boat because he's only two feet tall. Like, <laughs> I just grab him by his backpack and toss him in. All right. <laughs> so you guys uh, start paddling away. Uh, where do you go exactly? Tell me a direction. Towards that uh, spinning light you were mentioning. Okay, that sounds good for me. So you guys are uh, paddling away. And you start to hear something. You hear... Cling. Cling. In the blinding mist. And as you guys are sailing along, you guys said you have 13 uh, perception, right? Yep. Yep. Jacked. You hear right next to your ear. No hot feelings. And you look towards the voice, and you see a crooked smile and patchy hair. But only his face, uh, and it's much taller than you remember. It's just business, his neck stretching much longer than before, like a pale snake in the water. You look over the boat, and you see a fat face of a needle-toothed fish. Its eyes beady and pitch black dorsal fin having a crimson luminescence around the strange neck stemming from the monster's head. The creature blurbs from its mouth. A coin in the hand is some coffer's blood on the floor. Roll for initiative. I assumed you're rowing the boat. We yeah. have these two over here. And for now, since I actually forgot to make the token for him. So imagine... This creature looking like an anglerfish. Have any of you seen an anglerfish? Yeah, with the light on its head, but instead of a light, you see your captor's face. And he's speaking to you. He uh, looks over you, and uh, the fish doesn't attack itself. The head of your captor talks first. Basically repeating words he said to you guys, you know. No hard feelings. And It's just business. And the head comes close and tries to go for a bite. So, since this thing isn't too smart, I am going to pick at random who he attacks each time. So, we're going to go in order. Cobalt, you're one. Dust, you're two. Jacked, you're three. Ready? It goes for dust. So, the head of this thing reaches around uh, Cobalt and it goes in for a bite. And 17, does that hit? Okay, he is going to do 1d6 damage. Oh my god, max damage. You take 7 points of damage. His face comes in and tears off flesh from your neck. He basically swallows... Uh, it, he His jaw acts like a snake. It unhinges and swallows like a large portion of your flesh that wouldn't be normally possible with the human mouth. And you see like... The bubble of meat going down like the cord-like throat as it goes into the fish. And he goes, Maybe I should take a bigger share. It is now the cobalt's turn. Uh, just to be clear, like uh, the location where the creature actually is, is where he is on the map. I think we're sharing the same token for initiative. Are we? I, yeah. I, I sincerely don't know. <laughs> it. Uh, we'll say he's right next to the boat for uh, convenience sake. Um, don't worry about it. It's just going to be the monster, Cobalt, uh, then Dust, then Jacked. We're going to go on that. Oh, way. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I was, got it. I was, I was a little yeah. confused earlier. Yep. Um, what do you do? All right. 
Yeah, so Cobalt, uh, mostly just like mostly just because for the visual, like uh, we're set, we would say that the uh, the creature is more than five feet away from uh, from dust, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, just making sure. In which case, uh, Cobalt is just like no, no not again, not again, uh, and uh, goes for a another uh, ray of uh, frost on this creature for uh, thirteen to hit. Let's see if it hits. It hits exactly. Good job. Now, how much damage? For five cold damage. All right. You uh, you freeze. Uh, uh, you shoot like a ray right into the fish that's lurking beneath the deaths, and you see like part of its upper lip and teeth, like part ways from its body as it sinks to the bottom of the floor. All right. Now it is dust turn. What do you do? Shoulder. Yeah, your shoulder. I my strength, which is dwindling, and look at arrow in my short bow and make an attack towards the serpent-like head. I like your cat dance. You don't move whatsoever, and you try to shoot towards him. Mm-hmm. All right, make a shot. Eight. Eighteen hits. All right. How much damage? Four. All right. You go for the hit, and it hits it right in one of its eyes as it roars in the sea. All right, now it's Jack's turn. What do you do? Uh, how big is this thing? It's really like 10 feet wide and stuff. Yeah, it, it's a so big it's fish. Mostly submerged, and then a thing that's poking out? Yep. All right. I jump in. You what? I jump over the edge. Okay. And I grab onto the fish, and I'm going to initiate a grapple. All right. Can you uh, remind me what the rules for grapple is? It's uh, competing strength checks, and I have right. advantage because right. I am enraged as I jump over. Sounds good. Although if they, although if it's a better score, they uh, the other creature can use acrobatics. Yeah. Right. Well, you're lucky. It doesn't have a large strength score, and it rolled shit. You got it. So now right. it's grappled, and it's considered restrained. Is that correct? Correct. All right. So we can't... Or not restrained, just grappled. Restrained is a different condition. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what is grappled? What kind of uh, deficiencies do I have? Their movement speed drops to zero. Yeah, they can't move. Um, We can still attack from where it is. Okay. But now uh, it sets me up for some other things next round. All right, that sounds good for me. Oh, you poor, poor bastard. All right. It... Oh, it actually has two different types of attack. One where it's not in the water, and one where it is. And it can attack you? Uh, yes. Okay. Do I have a disadvantage uh, trying to uh, attack my grappler? Um, Up to you how you want to play that, because I'm on your back, so to speak, or wherever it is that I latch on. So this is how I'm going to play it, since this is a bit of a stranger kind of thing. Um, I want to have a contest because I imagine you're on its back. It wants to bite you. So it's going to try to shake you off into its mouth to get like a nice bite off. So I'm going to just roll a d20 plus my bonus and you can choose whether you want to use a dexterity like reflex saving throw or a uh, strength check. Strength check. All right. Strength check. Yeah. I'm still yep. at advantage for strength checks. Yep. Sounds good for me. Um, make a roll. Okay, so you got 19. 
Exactly. Um, is it strength or is it athletics? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, you can do athletics along with that. That's fine. Okay. So it's going to try to bite you. And it fails. Okay. Um, yep. I re-rolled for the athletics. Yeah, that, that's fine. You still beat it by a mile. It's rocking back and forth, trying to uh, pop you in its mouth, but has no luck. It's distracted with you at the moment. All right. It is now Cobalt's turn. You can go right ahead. Yeah, Cobalt is going to... Uh, uh, he's actually going to pull out his... Uh, his light crossbow and like 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 try to point at this anglerfish like leave kitty alone <laughs> as he's going to shoot at it. Uh, okay, for some reason I for some reason I thought I had a a light crossbow, but I think I might be remembering a, actually a different character. So ignore what I just said, and he's just going to uh, to like to try to blast him again with the, with another cold beam. <laughs> All right, sounds good. And since there actually is uh, an ally there, I get advantage on this one. Yep. <laughs> And they both rolled eight anyway, uh, so then a uh, fifteen to hit for 15 eight to hit. damage. Uh, yep, that is correct. So it takes about eight cold damage, and you see it slightly roar as like uh, its body starts to cover more and more with ice. It's uh, the ice actually going up to the eye that Dust shot in, and it is pissed. Dust is your turn. Move further back on the boat. All right. Okay, right there. I would like to look another arrow and take another shot for its other eye. 20. Are you not 20? Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Do your damage twice then. Seven and a nine. Explain me how you kill it. Well, I shoot where my other arrow was, driving it deeper into its eye, and it pushes through essentially going through that little angler head and i see it just sloop down so you pull the old robin hood trick i pull the robin hood good shot good shot that ends combat with your buddy in the water oh my gosh <laughs> and jack starts sinking down as the ice starts to weigh it down yep well i'm gonna notice if it's gonna start sinking so then i'll just let go climb back over you you climb back over and you just hear like the dying talk of the fish as the face like you see the face of your captor slowly sink and he just says one last time it's just business then it just sinks ah shut up <laughs> big fish scary good work boys good good work that's two good combats. Alright. You guys continue rowing about then? Yep. Alright, you row and row and row and you start to see land. Before I show you the map, I have a question for you. You have a few areas where you can dock your boat. Now imagine this. There is an actual docking port for boats. It's very long and it's in a dark area. But you do see lanterns in activity. Next, you see two islands connected by, well, not exactly island. I think the right word would be a, a, a full-on peninsula that's separated by a river. You see a small island or a small, uh, 
pinnacle, I think the right word is, in between the two islands where you can also dock. But again, there's light. On the right, you see full light coverage everywhere. It's blinding in docking area. Other than that, you see a rock side where you could possibly hide in the night and climb up. Which option do you choose? Look, guys, I'm not feeling too well. Wherever we can get some help, please, let's just row there. Let me show you the map. This is the harbor of Demon's Ire. The left-hand side, you see, uh, I would say, slums. Basically, just tattered buildings, far as the eye can see. A lot of dirt, a lot of cobblestone. No real concrete whatsoever. If you want medical help, that's probably the way to go. But you'd have to dock for the fastest travel onto the left-hand side here. I'm closing my eyes and just letting the rower take the lead. I'm breathing in pain right now. Mm -hmm. Fine. You go towards the docks then? Whatever. Alright. You head towards the docks. And I assume you park your boat on the nearest one. As you do so, you hear the ricketing of multiple boats. And you, uh, you see that uh, there's... Probably maybe one or two people with lanterns doing patrol, making sure no one steals a boat. What do you guys do? We uh, pull up uh, against the pier, and does anyone spot us? Not immediately. No, no one spots you. Um, I grab um, the rope at the front of our boat. Yep. And I'm guessing we're right up against the dock, yes? Yes. Um, I'm going to just... Is it like a high up or is it like a? a it, it's height? at, it's at like it, there's probably like four foot distance between the boat and the actual dock itself. It's a pretty small boat. I jump it. Yep, it's not hard. You're, you you can easily get up there. I just jump it and then I just start tying the rope to it. I don't even talk to the people on there, up on the yep. dock. Um, right. I'll do it quietly even just for kicks. All right. Um, how good's your passive again? Uh, 13. Uh, you can hear them uh, talking as they're doing patrol together. And he go, uh, one of the guys talks and says, Oh, where do you think Rodney is? Ah, the poor little fucker is still trying to get rid of those guys. Still? He knows it's dangerous at night. No one stays in the mist. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, we get paid the big bucks to do patrol. Let's keep a lookout for him. If he comes back, he's probably going to be missing a couple fingers, maybe a leg. If he's lucky, yeah, if he's lucky. And you hear him just bullshitting back and forth, just complaining about their day. They're walking towards or away from us? They're walking away, but it seems like uh, after you watched them for a little bit, they just basically like go the full mile right here, then walk all the way back once in a while, going like throughout the pier on each one. They're just walking back and forth. Two people. Um, well, I bring the... I pull the boat in closer, tie it off, yeah. and I help the cobalt and the tabaxi up, dust and cobalt, and then I tell them to be quiet. What do the rest of you do? The cobalt takes both hands and put it over his snoot. <laughs> Jack looks at dust. Can you still fire that thing? I hope so. 
Although I'm not really looking to fight anymore, I'm not doing too well at all. Would you guys mind if I, you know, trail behind and try to lurk in the shadows? No problem with that. Just saying, there's two assholes over there. I think they're part of the group that uh, sent us out to that damn island. Let's hope I make another good shot. Indeed. So, what do you guys do exactly? I'm going to try to sneak up on them. All right, you sneak up. Uh, Do a stealth check. 12. 12. Lucky. All right. They don't seem to notice you in particular. They're just going about their business, and you actually hear uh, one of the guys go and look over and say, Hey, Joseph, you see that? Yeah, I see it. What the hell is that? They look a little bit closer and go, That's the biggest damn fish I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. That might be a world record right there. Stay away. It's that night. We, we don't know what kind of fish it is. Uh, but I want to grab it. No, you can't grab it. And you see them just like arguing over a fish in the water at the moment. Huh. <laughs> I go, actually go back and I, and I tell them, I think those guys are idiots. I think we can walk <laughs> right past them. <laughs> all right what do you guys do well i still want to be lurking at least you know 15 feet behind them probably off to the shadows but if they get engaged i won't be noticed or to where i feel i won't be noticed okay and what exactly does kobold do he is keeping his hands firmly over his snoot and trying to walk quietly <laughs> okay all right, let's do this. And we're just going to okay. try to creep past these idiots. All right. Um, so I think the way I want to do this is uh, just have three stealth rolls. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Everyone's just fine. You guys walk right past them. No problem. And you hear the finishing remark of this guy saying, I gotta tell my wife. This is the biggest thing I've ever seen. Shut up, you freaking idiot, and just, like, hit some right on the noggin. We still got a job to do. Let's keep up the patrol. And then you just flash your lanterns to where you guys were. Um, I'll be able to recognize them in the future, right? Yep. If you want to take a moment, you can study their faces. Yeah, we'll do that. You don't have to make a roll. Um, you'd notice that all these guys have a must uh, mustache and, like, uh, mutton chops. Uh, the real difference is, like, you know, what kind of nose they have, what kind of brow they have. These guys in particular, one guy has a sharp nose, the other guy has, like, a big, like, fat nose. And both of them have thick brows, both with hats and, uh, I would say an anchor sewn on the back with, uh, coal on the bottom of the anchor. It all says, clear water sailing. So, you guys try to go into town, then? Yeah. find some medical help guys I'm not doing well uh, you guys uh, start to walk in town and you guys have a choice that you can make you can either choose to go to uh, the districts with uh, uh, regular cobblestone or you can go to uh, the dirt uh, uh, township on to the right where do you go whichever's closer okay you go to the left I'm not speaking for the group. I'm talking yeah. for me. That's okay. my vote. You guys, uh, basically red houses or blue houses. And Dust, you notice in particular, there is an orphanage slightly to the right with grass around it. And it's called From Dust to Gold. My home. 
I definitely want to go check out see how my kids are doing. Yeah, he can go there as you wish. Do you all follow suit? Sure. You uh, begin to uh, get to the orphanage, and uh, you hear a little bit of ruckus inside. And as you get closer, all you hear is, You do as I say when I tell you! Just a bunch of kids crying, then followed by a sharp slap. Bust through the door. And as you walk in, you see a guy with a badger tattoo on his left hand. Brown. And he has a scar right next to his left eye. And he looks at you and goes, Hey, I know you. You should be dead. And he tries to uh, pull out a nice club. And he just goes up to you guys, just slightly, like, tapping it. And he goes, I have no idea how you guys got out of that, but I'll make sure to put you in the ground this time. And as he, like, you know, readies his weapon to the side, he actually hits one of the kids in the face to move him with a club. So, Bruce's face hits the ground. I need to throw a point in bar, um, Barbarian to Rage. All right. Sounds good to me. Does everyone fall suit? Yeah. I don't think the wizard wants to go into rage because he likes spells, but um, but he will engage. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have rage. My my because this is my orphanage. I'm just in pure rage, forgetting about my arm and how much hurt I am. So let's put you guys onto the table. God, I didn't expect like combat back to back to back to back, and it is just going to be one guy. Okay, everything set up. Um, I assume that's the kind of split you guys have. Uh, everyone roll for initiative again. Okay, Dust has seven. And what about Cobalt? All right. Jack goes first. What do you do, buddy? Rush over and uh, grab him. Smacking a kid around? Yeah, he's smacking a kid around. No advantage on that. It's uh, the first roll of 17. Oh, my lord. And it's just a competition strength? Yep. He avoids your grip damn it yep and he goes in to uh give you a little bit of a slap across the face like he gave to the child and it will be 16 hit that'll hit three damage all right lowest okay uh what do the rest of you do it goes on to dust the uh, action to drop my bow so right. i could use balls. It, it's a free action to drop your bow Okay, I drop my bow and ready my claws as I rush forward to him, full movement. They rush towards him. 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. You can still attack him. You didn't use your full uh, run. Okay, I'm just going to attempt to slash him. All right, do slash. 16 hit. Uh, 16? Yeah, that hits. I rolled a 1, and my I have a bonus action in two-weapon fighting. Does that apply to my claws? I am unsure on that one. Uh, how does that uh, affect you? When you take the attack yeah. action and attack with a light melee weapon that you're holding in one hand. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so you're not holding anything. It's just your hand. Uh, so uh, how much damage is that? Zero. One minus one. How is it minus one? It's strength. Yeah, he has a negative strength score. Oh, Jesus. I, I'm still going to consider that one. Um, 
So you do one point of damage. Uh, you basically give him a new scar across his face. So uh, it's now Cobalt's turn. What do you do? So Cobalt is going to... There you are. Okay. Yeah, so Cobalt is going to to rush over here. It's just like, don't hurt Kitty! <laughs> As he <laughs> uh, shoots a... Uh... Yeah, like and and shoots a shoots a ray of frost from from out his hands with advantage mm -hmm. for a uh, fourteen to hit. hit. <laughs> they were both fourteen, yep. so they both hit seven. <laughs> it hits, and you see again, like uh, it spreads from the chest up to like the lower chin, gets stiff for uh, your your enemy. This guy actually goes a little berserk after that. What does uh, Jack do? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna punch him. <laughs> okay. Give him a good old punch. And is this all lethal damage? This is non-lethal at this point. We're in the city, so. Yeah, that's why I want to specify. Um, is it a, does an eleven hit? Exactly. All right, so I take a wild swing with a haymaker. And I clock yep. him upside the jaw for four damage. All right. What about you, Dust? Or no, not Dust's turn yet. It is the Thug's turn, and and I move ooh. over there. Yeah, depending on which one that person hits, the other person gets advantage. What they're gonna do is they're gonna give Dust a good hit since he's the owner of this place. Oh, uh, Nat twenty. Ooh, all right. Just wanted to make sure that uh, we're clear about uh, immediate death before I make this roll. Everyone understands if you exceed your uh, HP and negatives from one hit, you either meet or exceed it, you die. You understand that? Yep. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Just let me look up the bonus as well. This, this has got my hands a little sweaty. All right. Plus two. That's why I hate level one. Oh, seven damage. How much does that do to you? Uh, that leaves me negative five. Thank God. Okay, you're just down. Don't add any more to your uh, like uh, negative HP. That's just to see for immediate death. After that, you just hit the floor. Like uh, you see, basically blackjack hit you across the face, and you black out from your rage. And you hit the floor. And next turn, which is going to be your falling turn, you will make a death saving throw. Roll for that. All right. Now it is your death saving throw. 16. You have one success. All right, now it's Cobalt's turn. Seeing that one of the kitties has gone down, it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, as uh, he, uh, it's like, uh, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll go ahead and do it this way as he, like, uh, like, quickly runs over and, like, uh, and, like, kind of, like, not jumps on top of his body, but, um, <laughs> Actually, actually, I guess he could. I guess he could always just stand here, and you can always move. Uh, but he's going to like uh, instead, like pull out a dagger and go for a stab at him. <laughs> oh, okay. Go right ahead. So still at advantage. Yeah, so uh, twenty-three to hit for oh six God. piercing. Like stabs him in the kidneys. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's gonna have uh, trouble drinking now. He. Yep, it's Jack's turn. Uh, you hear the kids scream from this bloodshed, and especially dust falling on the ground. You actually see one of the kids actually come closer to try to drag uh, 
uh, dust away. Uh, I reposition and I punch this guy in the back of the head. Go for a punch. All right, non-lethal, right? Non-lethal. So this guy's starting to bleed. Uh, he's not liking his situation. So he's going to try to dash and run away, taking two attacks of opportunity, one from Jack and one from Cobalt as he's running. So I'll put him right here for now. Both of you make an attack. Bonk him for another four points of damage. All right, sounds good. What about you, Cobalt? Uh, Cobalt gets a 23 for another six piercing. <laughs> six piercing. Oh, my Lord. That's max on two rolls. <laughs> yeah. Was that lethal? Yeah, Cobalt didn't pull out the dagger to, for non-lethal, so... <laughs> he basically... Okay, the way I imagine this is Jack is trying to uh, take him out for interrogation, tries to hit him on the back of the head. He nearly knocks out and stumbles as he's trying to run away. And as his like body nearly falls over, we see you as you're trying to stab for the kidneys. You aim for the kidneys again, but you're off. You aim for his neck on accident, and it just pierces his throat as he falls over and basically knocks to the ground, shoving your dagger to the back of his throat. Combat is over, kids are scarred, and dust is on the ground. Well, you guys have a body on your hands now. Yeah, I was trying to avoid that. City guard's gonna be all over this. Oh, uh, do bad? You hear kids screaming. You did all right. Um, <laughs> take care of the cat. I'll take care yeah. of the body. All right. So, hang on. We're gonna stay a little bit in initiative until Kobold has a chance to touch him. Could you make a one more saving throw for me, uh, Dust? Uh oh. At least it's not a one. <laughs> yeah, one day corny rolled a two. You have one failure. Keep that in mind. Kobold is now your turn. Do you have anything that can resuscitate him? Um, I guess like uh, Kobold is just going to try to do a, uh, a medicine check to stabilize him. <laughs> is that all right? You can uh, go right ahead. Yeah. I'm really not going to make it too hard, but if you're trying to get rid of uh, one of his failures while you're doing this, that's going to be DC 15. Okay. No. But you stabilize him, but he's still fatally injured. Dust, you're back at 1 HP, and you are having some bad headaches, and you keep randomly like blacking out for a, a second. You know what I mean? And part of that headache is that uh, his attempt to... to to bring you back to life it's like uh just like like pounding on your chest breathing into you then pounding on your chest again with the, with his little hands like <laughs> so bad cpr <laughs> the doors mm -hmm. the doors are wide open and alphonse one of the orphans actually goes up to you and tugs on uh, your shirt a bit you look at him and he has an he has muscle atrophy on his arm. So like one of his arms is like abnormally tiny and small while his other arm is normal that he's using to grab onto you. Bar the doors. <clears throat> Bar the doors. Is that what you guys are gonna do? Why? To get rid of the body. Well barring the doors, I was gonna drag it out to the ocean and just toss it. Out, out of right. here. We don't want guards to see. 
Okay, let me switch it over so you guys have a rough idea what you're looking at here. Uh, it's just like, uh, you know, like because Cobalt is still in kind of like uh, find mode, uh, he's going to like search this body to see if there's like anything of note on him. <laughs> maybe, maybe it has his collar. <laughs> it could. You can do a search check right now if you really wanted to. You find uh, that's a natural twenty. <laughs> you find a club and a note. Uh, the club, if you wish to use it, it is just a uh, you know a light club that does bludgeoning damage, one d four damage, if you choose to use it. It's, it's a, a simple weapon. Cobalt just looks at it, tosses it behind his back. <laughs> There is a note, but I'm not sure if you read common. I do have common as a language. <laughs> no shit. All right. Do you read it? <laughs> oh, Kobo, find paper. And he starts reading the paper. <laughs> okay. So uh, as you're reading through it. Um, I'll that I'll shut the door at least. Yeah, you can uh, shut the door. So you're as you're reading it, it looks like it was orders from his boss. It says Roy Edmund as like, you know, like uh, ending note. Uh, the gist of the paper, it says. Uh, orders from orders the higher ops need to take need to over, take over dust, dust from gold. gold. New, operation New operation from the big man. Big man. Get it done or see your ass on the line. line. Finish, it, Finish tonight. it tonight. No witnesses. No witnesses. Got it, got it, got it. Cobalt, no, no, Roy Edmund. But Cobalt, no dust. <laughs> holds out, holds the paper down to dust, <laughs> or up to dust. Glad we killed him. Yeah. So here's your uh, predicament right now. If you uh, look at the map, the orphanage is surrounded by a residential area. And in front of it is a main street where you could possibly, like, uh, leave evidence of blood. How do you want to take care of this? So can you ping on the map, like, where it would be? Sure. Right there, bud. Can you actually see me zooming it in? Yeah. So it's the big house. Yes. The big one with grass around it. Now, you're in a bit of a central hub, but luckily for you guys, it is the middle of the night. What do you guys do? I look at the kid. You got any extra blankets? And he looks at Dust and just goes, do we have extra blanket? <laughs> if there's enough for one of you, if we have any extras, give it to him. Essentially, yes. You do have like a plethora of blankets, mostly from donations. But uh, Alphonse is just like clo uh, very close to you. Seems a bit shell-shocked from someone dying. And he just wants to be, you know, in his little safe spot right next to you in comfort. You okay? Look, I'm used to this. Just, we need to hide this body, okay? I grab my dagger or I'll use my claws, whichever. And then um, yeah. I'll shred the guy's clothes or okay. just cut off a large swath. Yeah. And I jam it inside of the wound, the, yeah. the wing blow. That's basically, I plug the holes. Okay. So you're basically uh, covering his wounds that's causing him to bleed out. Right. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So I shove that in there, um, plug up the doll, and I'm going to grab a blanket and wrap him up. Okay. 
Um, I'll bend them funny if need be. That's fine. And um, bundle them up so he just looks like a large duffel bag. Like a Santa sack. Sounds good for me. Um, Alphonse actually looks up to Dustin and goes, What is he doing with the bad man? I'm going to go wash him. <laughs> he needs a bath. He looks tired, though. The water will help wake him up. <laughs> Listen to the big man. Everything will be okay. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm a. I'm just the laundry guy. I'm the cleaners. All right. So, uh, uh show me like uh, on the map how you plan to do this. Like you got a little bit of a cliffside, but be warned, it is directly in front of a military uh, post. Where's the military post? Could you ping it? Uh, it's right here on this island. Basically, like, uh, the militia, like, the guards for this town come from this island in particular to go to both sides. God. Yeah. How active is this area here? You, I, I know this is a bad example, but it, I'd imagine, like, the activity you'd see at New York at night. You'd see, like, a couple people, like, huddling around, like, you know, a metal barrel with fire in it. Is this, like, a marketplace? Yes, but it's currently down at the moment. So oh. there shouldn't be anyone there, right? No one there. I'm just going to walk through the marketplace and hug the stalls and yeah. s- slide along that way, along the shadows, and then stop at the water's edge, and I'm just going to drop them in the drink. They'll check first? Of course. Oh, come on. I'm rolling shit today. Yeah, you are. So you're going around uh, the edge, and uh, you actually see like an older man right next to the household right here like uh where where exactly are you going through are you going under here or up here okay so you're going up like from the behind the bend gotcha yeah okay you see an old man right here he has a long white beard very short man he just gives you a sorrowful look as he's just like Late, like sitting down back to the wall drinking he knows what you're doing but he's not moving he's not saying anything he just gives you a look I take a moment to uh, fish into my uh, into my uh, coin purse and pull out a silver and I toss it at him he grabs it looks at the coin and he throws it into the alley and you hear like a few people squirm for it and he just shakes his head at you not enough Uh, he just shakes his head at you and just drowns himself into a drink that's it alright that's it I'm not going to toss any more coins his way Um, keep on going and I'm going to head towards that river's edge now just for the hell of it I want you to make one more stealth check for you know the plonk into the water that's better holy shit it doesn't make I, you have some black magic going on as you just, like, throw the corpse into the water. It doesn't even make a sound. It just slinks down the side of uh, the cliff and just goes right into the water. And you see it floating down and down and down. It basically goes off into the mist you came out of. And as you're watching it, see, like, a cord come out of the water. Like a little bulb with a long stringy neck. You suddenly see the corpse rattle a couple times, be dragged down. Then what comes up is that bulb head again looking at you with that guy's face right on it, giving you a smile. 
then slinks back into the water. Oh, that's gross. Um, oh, yeah. Just so you know, I'm keeping the blanket for now. Okay. So, okay, you just threw it in there. So it has a lot of blood on it. I know. I'm going to burn it. So you have the blankets, which is covered in blood, but there's still blood inside of the orphanage on the floor. Yep. Then I'm going to head on back. And uh, as you're heading back, you hear the ma old man from behind just say just a couple words to you. Be more careful from now on. And he just downs the drink a bit more. And then I mumble under my breath, I am. I'm just running with amateurs at the moment. He just laughs at you. Oh, everyone starts off as an amateur. And he just stands up and walks away into the dark alley. Have a good night. You too. Yeah. So from that reaction, this town is pretty miserable. It is not a forthright or justice town murder is commonplace. Doesn't mean that the guards won't try to track you down. But so far you got rid of the evidence, you got rid of the body, you just have a blood uh, stain on an orphanage floor. Yeah, the blanket could be traced, that's why I took it. Yep, okay, so while Jack uh, was out this entire time, what is Kobold and uh, Dust doing? I'm trying to make sure that all the kids are okay, checking them one by one, and giving them orders to try to clean up the scene. You notice that a quarter of the kids are gone. Interrogating, uh, what was Atrophy Kid's name? Alphonse. Alphonse, did you see where the other ones went? He just gives you a slight nod and says the bad kids are gone. No kids are bad. Where? Who took them? Did they run away? Who did they go with? No one took them. You know, they're always making money. Me. He just shakes his head and he says, I'm not supposed to tell you. I want to grab him by his bad arm and apply his <laughs> pressure to it. Oh, you're fucked. <laughs> All right. You give him a little bit of pressure. He like winces a bit and goes, okay, okay. Numb tongue. That's what he says to you. Numb tongue. Who is that? You know, the thing on the streets. You keep telling us we're not allowed to take it. It's bad for us. And from what you know, numb tongue is a drug on the streets. Did you take it? He goes, no, 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 I would never do it. And he go, he just looks at you and goes, they're making money for us on the streets. They're selling numb tongue. I'm going to try to intimidate him to tell me where they're making it. All right. Uh, Kobold, are you doing anything during this time? Well, I imagine that Kobold was like, as like the, uh, as like the, uh, you know, the kids and others were, like, trying to clean up, just like, Cold up, might as well do too! But then probably, like, stops dead as, like, uh, as he sees him, like, like intimidating this kid. Ah, no violence! No violence! Mm -hmm. And as you say that, Jack gets back in, and Jack, from what you see, you see Dust holding a poor orphan's, like, atrophied arm and applying pressure, and, like, the kid's visibly in pain. Dude, lay off. That's all I. That's all I say. And I assume you keep on with the intimidation, then. Don't worry. I'm. I'll let me do the intimidation first. Okay. Do intim. Uh, what were you intimidating for exactly? Information like where are the bad kids? Okay. Go right ahead. It's not that hard. You you intimidate him pretty bad right now. Like he he's not used to you, actually, like 
giving him any sort of pain or especially you know you're always cautious around his arm this is the first time you've touched his bad arm like that and he he just looks at you with a little fear in his eyes trying to slowly get away from you but he says they're 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 in the bad p p part of town they're they're and he just starts to cry a little bit and basically from what you can assume from uh, what he's saying the kids are uh, taking hold right here on the map basically deep in the blighted slums he uh gives you rough directions like you know like uh, where the candy shop is across the street from there like homeless people like to uh spend what little they earn from the day's labor to uh buy a little bit of numb tongue i'm sorry uh, you guys know you should not be doing that i've told you explicitly and i want to give him a hug try attempt to give him a hug yep he goes in for a hug too and he goes i'm so sorry dust it's just you try so hard and and he just breathes heavier and he looks towards you know the opening in the ceiling like the harsh conditions that they're living in and he just looks at you and goes we just want to make this place better we just want to have more food and he just starts to cry into you. Stand, I understand. Yeah. I'll take yeah. care of it, please. I told you, let me take care of it. You guys are will be better yeah. off. And he just nods as crying into you. And you see, like, more of orphans, like, of various ages. Like, you have uh, uh, young kids that aren't quite toddlers anymore. Like, up to, like, seven and eight, just, like, hugging you. A, a young teenagers also coming in for, like, a group hug. You have about, like, 13, 12 people or kids around you just coming in for a hug it's a nice sweet moment do you guys just take a rest now before you head out or are you going immediately after these kids guys i'm not doing too good yeah dust needs rest cobalt i also ask yeah. him uh i saw you fire ice earlier um can you do that and like can you still do that right now mm -hmm. cobalt can always do that all right ice up the blood on oh, the floor holy shit Okay. It's like uh well, I probably probably like climbs up onto like a chair or something so that he has like a better vantage point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and just uh I guess like uh blast the blast the ice onto the mm -hmm. blood. <laughs> Bloody four. Um and then I, I look at one of the kids. One of you kids grab me like a fat knife. Do you guys have a fat fat knife or a shovel? And you you look at it and this one of the teenagers, a fourteen year old. He he's a bit scrawny and it looks like this is his only form of protection on the street, so he gives you like a, a black handled knife. Looks a little bit like David Bowie kind of knife. Alright. And I use it to scrape the frozen blood off of the floor. And then I pile it into the As blanket. you're scraping it, the inscription on like the knife itself is like some woman's name and like right under it it just goes my lovely mother and as you do it you're kind of fucking up the inscription a bit on the handle i mess up the no the it's on the blade the itself oh it's like more for show than the actual <laughs> knife so you're kind of screwing up like this precious knife that he was given <laughs> oh well and then i just keep like going at it and then um chip it all off and i toss it into the blanket and then hand the kid back and his knife. And it originally said Angela, um, my uh, my mother, and now it just says like Aunt Angie, Mimo, right on it. <laughs> and he, we'll get that. Yeah, he just goes, "This is the only thing that I have to remember her by." <laughs> and he kind of sops a little bit. <laughs> All right, 
Grab some paper and some char- charcoal, and you can copy the description yeah. over. All right. Um, before we uh, continue on, um, do you guys feel like going on for a little bit longer? This has been House Common Blood, the intro music by White Sand Promise, and the outro music by Darren Curtis, Time's Up. Any music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty-free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word by mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us.